don't kink shame. Maybe it's mom and dad working in a third. Oh, Providing some spice in the I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus while, while dad, dad was, was recording. Yeah. <laughs> Brunch. Hit it, boys. Merry Christmas, Pete. Hey, Merry Christmas, Deej. And uh, good l- evening and morning. Oh, that's true. Yes, I just woke up from a Someone's nap. Someone's coming <laughs> off a nap. Yeah, uh, I'm not a I'm not a very frequent napper, but I I woke up from a nap this afternoon and almost missed the recording of this podcast. Let me tell you two things. People who are frequent nappers, serial killers. Yeah, degenerates. Really weird. Uh, two naps in general. This is going to sound controversial. We both agree. Naps overall. Don't are eat bad. Them. Don't eat them. Are nope. ba- like well, they're just they're bad. Nothing good comes from them, yeah. unless like, like there is very few. Like if you have an early flight and then you have to do something later that day, <laughs> yeah. and you nap for two hours, but nobody needs you for anything. By all means, God bless. Go nap. Or like I'm a I'm a I'm a necessary napper. Like I'm the kind of if I'm taking a nap, it's because I fucking need a nap and I just cannot function uh, if I go on with my day. And that's where I was today. I was I was like I was trying to do just anything drink more I could. Coffee. I don't know because like I would have crashed at some point because I have a full shift at work uh, later tonight. I was gonna crash. I was like, I need to hit the reset button. I was playing video games, so trying to this keep myself is, awake. I so, couldn't even do it. I could not function. So this is the napping thing. Napping is like eating in that. Of course, you like it when you right at, when you're starting to do when it. You're doing it, yeah. When you're when you're taking a nap, when you're like, I really need a nap. Oh man, if I just shut my eyes for a little bit, it's the best feeling because it's like. It's like you're kind of getting away with something. <laughs> like especially, everyone's awake right especially now. Especially when it's like I took a nap at like three o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. Oh yeah, that's always that's like the prime napping time. It's like early well, to late afternoon. They're at work, but me, it's like everybody's all out and about doing things, and I'm sleeping right now. There's a little thrill <laughs> of that. It feels like you're uh, you're sneaking around. Right. But I mean, after like you, now, now you're not going to fall asleep tonight. Oh, I will. Yeah, wow. I will. Uh, it was it was just more of like I I needed a, an hour to close my eyes just to kind of reset my early, give myself a little bit of energy heading into this, heading into my work a uh, little little later. But let me tell you, it is difficult to fucking. It's way more difficult to nap during the winter than it is during like the summer. A nice little summer afternoon nap can be great. You wake up, it's still light out. I woke up. I took a, na- a nap from like two o'clock to four thirty or something like that. I woke up at four thirty. It was pitch dark out. I had text messages from people, and I like looked at my phone. I was like, "Why the fuck are these people texting me at four thirty in the morning?" And then I had to figure out that it was four thirty p.m. I'm just trying to process that you thought you were like making this uh, am I right folks kind of comment when you said that it's harder to nap in the winter than it is in the summer it it's like harder to come out of a nap during Oh okay I was going to say like winter is just constantly fighting the feeling to just oh, fall asleep yeah, for when sure. you're standing up yeah, you're, but, Are like, you talking louder than you usually talk Am I I don't know. I I'm a little distracted by that. I, I feel like you're. I feel like you're talking lower than you usually talk. I feel like oh no! Energy. I feel. I feel like like prime me. I, mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm I've just like po- last like twenty <laughs> seconds. I've just been distracted by it. Maybe I've got like a post nap volume glow. Yeah, you. You're maybe. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes when I'm trying to wake myself up, I'll do some like slap myself in the face, like blah, 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 come on, get out, of it. Uh, and I'll do a lot of those things. I feel like that's what you're doing Is right now. Is it just now. me trying to scream myself awake? Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. You, I mean, you're preventing me from falling asleep at the very least. Well, we got go. a guy screaming in here. Uh, well, speaking of which, uh, speaking of guys screaming, I revealed to a coworker the other day, uh, and I don't know how this never came up. Uh, snoring. Mm-hmm. Have we talked about snoring? Uh, only during movies. Okay, when it frustrates oh. you. All right, so yeah, um, I as we were talking about snoring, and I was like, I "How has this never come up on brunch?" Uh, I think, and that is weird. I'm kind of just like volunteering a take instead of being pushed out of me. But uh, I just need to, everyone to know that uh, I think if you snore, that like deep down, it's like for- a Salem bad a witch trial thing. <laughs> like that person is like a. Uh, 
that person's like a snorer. I, think, I honestly a, think maybe there's a little bit of Satan inside them. Maybe that maybe this has happened in our personal lives, mm-hmm. uh, but I believe that I've heard this take before, and it could have been like out one night because I am a snorer. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a snorer. Uh, I'm a snorer. I'm a drunk snorer. That's that's a thing. I don't uh. snore when I'm sober, but when I'm drunk, oh boy, good luck keeping me down. And I am a vicious drunk snorer. So. I'm sure I have snored before. Maybe I was drunk. Maybe when I was... I think, like, when you're sick, everybody snores. But, like, that's your body not working. So that is... So, I mean, like, your body's not supposed to snore. If you snore, it means that your your body is wrong. Yeah, Yeah, like, your your body just isn't functioning like a person who's going to go to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) It's... It's... Yeah, it's it's just functioning like... It's like a... Right. I honestly think it is... And as someone who has had, uh, what's it called, uh, sleep paralysis, yeah. I think that is less of, like, I thought, no until way. I knew what it was, I thought that was a sign that I was like, I'm a possessed person. This is a really bad thing. Uh-oh, guess I've got a little Satan inside me. I'm just going to keep that to myself. Then I found out what it was, and I was like, okay, cool, totally normal. No, that snoring. seems a lot more satanic than, uh, than snoring. Well, it, sometimes it involves, like, seeing a demon. So, <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know this part. Yeah. You what the fuck? You think somebody's in the room. Jesus Christ. Look, what, like what triggers A lot this, of people though? don't know what sleep paralysis is and like we talk about like stigma. Let's let's fix the stigma with like either Depression. I don't know, like like mental health stuff, sexuality, things like that. We've already I tackled need, that, man. <laughs> I don't need a this isn't a stigma thing with sleep paralysis. It's just that people fucking somehow don't know what this is. And I mean, even when I found about it, as somebody who had experienced it a bunch, I was reading the Wikipedia page and I was like, "My God, <laughs> I really want to." I really need and to do my research. And it's in on no this. way uh, the craziest thing is it's there's been no connection made between uh, sleep paralysis and any sort of mental health thing. It's just like what triggers it? Is it's it just like, like a random thing. Uh, I don't know. It, I think it's like your body is stuck between uh sleep cycles or something so basically it it feels like you're it feels like you're asleep but like you're conscious so like you're i think your eyes are closed during during it but like you think you You can like see see around your room and everything and like you can't make yourself move and it's a little unnerving uh yeah i haven't had it honestly i don't think i've had it since i learned what it was really that's interesting I feel like uh ah that's very interesting. Um, <laughs> I th- I feel like sleep stuff is the most terror terrorizing things in the world. Oh yeah, because I I still I'll get a nightmare from time to time, and I've never found a cure for like the nightmare. Like when no. I have a nightmare, I'm still I'm never immediately ready to go back to sleep. No, you never. I, feel I like, like you sit never... up, I move around, I go, <laughs> I, I so. talk too loud on a podcast, <laughs> yes. I just do everything to try to. There's really like I feel like there's no growing out of like accepting a nightmare what do you mean like i i'm 28 years oh, right. old 27 years like, old oh that was a nightmare yeah it's like oh it's a nightmare no big deal i'll yeah. wake up out of a nightmare and be like holy fuck like yeah. somebody hold me yeah. uh, maybe it's because i just don't have them a lot so that when i do have them it's super jarring but i can't imagine like somebody who has frequent nightmares one how they live yeah because fuck that uh and two how you just like shake that off hmm Mitch Hedberg was a big uh, anti-dream guy because he wanted – he didn't like the idea that uh, when he went to sleep, he had to do uh, more work. So he has a bit where he's like, I'm trying to sleep. The next thing I know, I got to build a log cabin with my former boss. <laughs> <laughs> Strange dream. For sure. But that's a, no, like that's like your generic dream. Like I had a dream that I was doing blank with this random person. Yeah, it's like basically dreams are like fucking uh, like Mad Libs. Yes, exactly. Um, do you subscribe to the theory that uh, you dream about your your dream is based on your last thought before you fell asleep? Uh, no, but I do feel like recent thoughts definitely play into dreams because yeah, it's like your subconscious. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a I had a dream like last week, and I don't dream very often either. I don't dream or uh, well, you might not remember nightmare. them. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, but I did do. I you had, had you might have this total secret life of dreams. That's true. It's better than the secret life of pets. Yeah, um, I dabbled in CBD oil a couple times ah. like a few weeks ago yeah let me tell you to those, try to get to sleep yeah those give me like vivid dreams 
Oh, really? Yeah, and it's very weird and unsettling, but the CBD oil works like a fucking charm. It's great. Um, what was I saying? Uh, I had a dream the other the other week about, like, a random person that I hadn't thought of in, like, m- like two years b- prior to that night. Like, I yeah. thought of him that night while awake, and then I had – he was in my dream that night, and I was like, the fuck? It's a per- huh. person that I hadn't thought about for, like, a couple of years, so I was like, that's definitely weird. I have a dream, uh, song to sing – to help me cope with anything. If you see the future, da 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 da. You know that song? Nope. Da 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 da. New can never fail. I believe in angels. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an ABBA song. For sure. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's an ABBA song. I was gonna say uh, right after the first line, I was like, "Sounds like an ABBA song," but I waited because everything you do, I sang it sounds lower. like an ABBA. I could have gone for it, but. Uh, I do have uh, one small lab of thought I want to throw into here. Um, do a Anyeta. I'm, I'm still not over her. What a babe. Uh, two, does ABBA exist in the Mamma Mia world? That's I've, I feel like that question's been brought up by like critics before. But well, it's not as cool then for them to do it. But it's a good us conversation. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like they, they have to, right? Because Donna and the Dynamos would be much more popular, right? Those songs were, yeah, terrific. exactly. Donna and the Dynamos would have taken over the fucking world, right? There's no way they wouldn't. Like I, I don't know. Maybe Tanya. I could see Tanya being like hard to work with or something. Tanya, like, like rubbing people the wrong way, yeah. being like pushing people around, like being really mean to like engineers or something in the studio and they're like all right this woman is an asshole you know what the deal might have been is that the the other friend who nobody knows her name who uh rosie rosie yeah uh they were like hey you guys can be big stars but you gotta get rid of that freak why (laughs) why was she uh because nobody remembers her oh right like you gotta you gotta drop the dead weight we'll we'll give you like meg griffin (laughs) yeah yeah and uh and they were like no but that's our friend yeah but i so i can't tell if ABBA exists because uh, Bjorn and Benny are in Mamma Mia 2. Are they really? But there is, well, Benny's the, when they're singing Waterloo and they're at the piano. Okay. Like they, they yeah, there's a shot of them. I wasn't sure when I saw it who it was. I was like, that's definitely one of the dudes from ABBA. Because just for some reason they showed like (laughs) him playing piano and uh, like the three of them, it's a shot of the three of them, her Harry and uh, Benny, and they do like a whoa, 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 and I was like, that's definitely one of them. <laughs> and uh, one of the professors uh, in the beginning is Bjorn. Oh, really? And when you see it, like even without knowing what Bjorn looks like, just if you watch it, you're like, that looks like a rich Swedish man. <laughs> that's not some like frumpy professor. Uh, but yeah, so they're in it, but. They're playing other people. So, like, Bjorn in real life is not a professor. Benny does happen to play piano. But why in 1979 would, like, a 300-year-old <laughs> Benny from ABBA be there? It's very... It really makes you think. Yeah, it it does, makes me think, at it, least. It, it does, because, like, if they did exist in that universe, then I feel like a lot more questions would be brought up being, like... Hey, why the fuck do these freaks just sing ABBA all the time? Yeah. They're like, what what's going on? That's never questioned. But the fact that Don and the Dynamos isn't a world smash uh, and, like, world-famous group is, lends the idea that, like, ABBA doesn't exist. ABBA does exist in that world. Yeah. And if those actually were Bjorn and Benny at the beginning <laughs> when, she start, when she goes, hit it, and they start playing When I Kiss the Teacher... You would have seen, but the listeners can't see this, but you would have seen Benny behind her like, uh, <laughs> excuse me, is anybody seeing this? Uh, so she learned in school to just plagiarize and rip people. This is word for, I wrote this song. But on the other hand, mm-hmm. uh, if they if they sung that without the, the ABBA reference, frame of reference, they'd have been like, what the, f- why the fuck is this, you- this girl singing about kissing the teachers? That is a fantastic song because you know how some songs you're like, what is this? What's this about? What's is it about, about? sex? <laughs> is it about love? Is it about drugs? Like Every single line ties back to, like, I, I kiss the teacher. <laughs> Everybody screamed when I kissed the teacher, and they must not have agreed when I kissed the teacher. 
Uh, especially in I that, have a dream, a song to sing about kissing the teacher. <laughs> especially in that day and age where I feel like a lot of like the sexual or sexually driven right. uh, songs were were masked yeah. in in like these references and uh, cloaked uh, sort of lingo, and they're just like, nah, I, I I'd wanted to fuck the teacher. Tell you what, dude, <laughs> Abba. They were ahead of their time in a lot of ways. They were Max Martin before Max Martin, but they were ahead of their time as far as being explicit because not only that song, I was listening to uh, Andante Andante. Oh my God. That is the most, it's like a, a, it sounds like a nice pretty song and it is, but it is unmistakably like, fuck my body. That is (laughs) what that song is saying. They should have, uh, they should have made it about a, Guy named Dante and called it on Dante. Oh, on Dante. On, on Dante, on Dante. Maybe the Greek guy is uh, Dante. Okay. That guy is awesome. You know who hates that guy? Uh, no. His mom. <laughs> really? Yes? Are you kidding? I don't I don't know. I don't... She's the old Greek woman. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. She despises Wait, is, that. is his name on Dante? No. Oh. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, Like now, now that we've brought that guy up, that that woman hates her son oh, yeah. more than anybody. He got her a job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He owns the bar. He owns the bar. My son had to buy bar because it's the only place, only way to. It's like, lady, you fucking work here, <laughs> right? Like I'm. So, I, I wish that, he, that when she was saying that, like my son, the owner, he had to buy bar because his band sucks. Blah blah. I'd be like, oh, excuse me, sorry, I'm sorry, Miss. Uh, she'll talk to you in a minute, Mom. You can give me shit outside of here, but when you're here, this is this Similar is workplace. work. This I'm is your boss. we. I I am your son, but I am also your boss. Yes. We all have to be pulling in the same direction. And then her mom would be like, "I'm sure that she'd be like, you don't pay me. It's totally <laughs> believable that guy doesn't pay yeah. his employees.' But on the flip side, she has a house that's vacant and has a horse in it, and she yeah. didn't give it to her son. That house is trash, though." <laughs> It is, but it has uh, it has um, potential. It does. It uh, as, as that annoyed me when uh, Tanya's like, "How did she know that this place yeah. could be better?" Well, like, that was Fidelberg's. It was the worst it could possibly be, and then they made it better. Well, no. Well, Fidelberg's big takeaway was like, "Oh, she she saw the potential in a beachfront property on like a tropical island." Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that Fidelberg saw the movie. Yeah, he was like, "I loved it." But, like, that stuck with me the entire way after the fact because he was like, yeah, no shit it has potential. It's, uh, like, a huge place on top of a hill on a tropical island. That you just got for free. Yeah. That you just got for free. Yeah, like, she went there for a reason. Like, it's not, like, work sent her to that town. Right. She She wasn't in, like, like Baltimore. Yeah. Like, I think I'm going to stay here. Right. She found, like, a little uh, nook hidden away. No, this was... Donna was a lot smarter than we gave her credit for. Or maybe Tanya was a lot stupider. Tanya was just, like, really mean and sexual, and that was kind of that. Uh, so, concluding, uh, does ABBA exist in the Mamma Mia 2 world, or in the Mamma Mia world? Today's episode of Brunch is brought to you by Butcher Box. I think this is maybe our first ever food uh, food promo. Big moment. We've been trying to get into the game forever. Also, no, RX bars. Oh yeah, that's true. But there's like this free is, shout out. That, that's a that's like a snacky, snacky food. Uh, it's I I, I have used you, it. You treat I it can as a use meal it plan. in meal supple <laughs> as a meal supplement. Uh, no free ads for RX bar with 300 grams of protein. <laughs> uh, Butcher Box delivers healthy, 100% grass fed and grass finished beef, free range organic chicken and heritage breed pork. The incredible Braised? quality. What braised? Or bread? Heritage breed. Oh, you said heritage braid pork. Well. And it was, so. I don't think anybody It was between, it was close to three words, I guessed the other two. Uh, The incredible quality of Butcher Box starts with the commitment to raising animals humanely and free of antibiotics and hormones. Each box comes with at least 9 to 11 pounds of meat, which is enough for 24 individual sized meals. Let me tell you something. Not if you eat like I do. Hmm. <laughs> if you choose from five, you can choose from five different box types: uh, all beef, beef and chicken, beef and pork, mixed box, 
and custom box, which lets you choose your own cuts. See, these guys are thinking outside of the box because I imagine inside the box. I imagine your box. The type of box would be like a cardboard box or a wood box containing all this great butcher box food. But you heard it right. These are boxes of these are beef boxes. <laughs> uh you I have to handle them with gloves. I will tell well, I, you. You kind of, sort of do because they send it to you in a box, Cold? in a styrofoam oh, I know thing those. with yeah. uh, with uh, dry ice. Nice. I, they sent me one. Nice. Uh, and I've tried the stuff. It's actually really, really good. Uh, it's you know great to eat meat from animals that were killed humanely. Uh, choose from curated boxes, including a mix of high quality beef, chicken, pork, or customize your own bo- own box. It's a high-quality, healthy protein that you can trust. 100% grass-fed and finished, free-range organic chicken, heritage-breed pork. That's right. You heard me. Um, It's convenient. Butcher Box is like your neighborhood butcher. It's delivered right to your door on dry ice. Free shipping anywhere in the 48 United States. I'm assuming that that's uh, without... Excluding Puerto Rico, Alaska, and Hawaii. Yeah, nailed it. Um, So... Uh, personal experience, I can I can vouch for them. It's some good ass meat. I love it. If you want to uh, join Book- Butcher Box and get your own high quality meat, go to butcherbox.com/brunch. That's free bacon and twenty dollars off your first box if you go to butcherbox.com/brunch. So I. Uh... I got plenty of ways of getting meat. I've been getting meat since before you were born. Uh, this is now twice that you have taken what has been sent to us, probably. Oh, yeah. You took my underwear order for yeah. me undies and yeah, just I to make so. sure we were the same size underwear and then <laughs> yeah. took mine as well, which, brilliant move. But now that I'm missing out on meat, I'm... That's why that's why people got to go to butcherbox.com/brunch mm-hmm. so that we can that they'll continue and extend this sponsorship and that you can get then the maybe next I'll get, box. Then maybe I'll get my share. See, that's this is my um, this is my way of motivating you to sell our listeners. Well, the, I mean the other move would have been <laughs> to split the box to give me my share of the meat. <laughs> Your arms are going to get bigger. Your body, you're you're going to get true. wide you, on my meat. That's true. You are. Uh, that's why I haven't gotten wide. Very, you're eating all my protein, <laughs> yes. bro. Very insensitive of me to hold out the butcher box stuff when uh, when you're trying to get wide. I'm, yeah, I'm very sorry. I, I will. Uh, I don't know if this is technically correct, but mm. I'll just say that it was before you were officially trying to get wide. Nice. Yeah, let's f- I'm, I'm a big fudge in the timeline yes. guy. If any yeah. of you guys haven't t- fudged the timeline before, fudge the timeline. Speaking of Mamma Mia, uh, why doesn't uh, the old Greek woman like her son's music? Um, I don't know. Why? Because it would be better if it was like, we're fucking in the car, <laughs> shooting heroin, da, da, that song, unbelievable! Bang. It comes wow. in so hard. Yes, it's just like it's, in he's a just second screaming. Verse, I was balling <laughs> like a bitch. Oh God, Matt Healy. I've been I've been like sitting on this take for a little while because I feel like this has been uh, one a sort of like a pretty weak year for music. Uh, I don't it's know if you would agree with that. It's been a quiet year for yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and for me, like I've just sort of. Uh, taking a step back from music, like I'm, I'm taking some time off. From I feel like, like oh, from consuming, actively same, consuming same. new music, because I'm so, uh, I'm so like, I'm, I'm head over heels right now into movies. Yeah. So uh, I don't have a lot of effort left to to find the new music. Yeah. But so I've been like cautiously sitting on this take. I think the new 1975 album. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna unleash this right now. I think the new, best album of the year. I think it's one of the best albums that you've of the heard. Year. Yes, one as of the a, best as albums. Someone of, who just as, said you haven't been listening. Yes, to music. exactly. Yeah, I think it's. I'll, I'll, okay, so I'll phrase it like this: It's one of my favorite albums of the year. I agree. I think, uh, like, I haven't had many huge like. Oh my god, I love this album. I want to listen to it every second. There's been like four or five this year, but this is one of them. Yes, uh, I. When 1975, when they had their first album, a lot of my friends were really into them, and I didn't give them a totally fair shake. They were at Boston Calling one year, and I just kind of, 
kept like half an eye on the performance and it was a bunch of uh teenage girls and i was like oh, okay so it's like a boy band maybe like it's it's kind of i've just kind of missed that yeah. thing it's it's a little uh too young for me and then their second album came out and i was like all right i don't care what these guys are they are making music like peter gabriel and that's really cool and i wanted to see them at Lollapalooza. we missed them it was the first day we got there we just missed them and but like i I don't know, like, I, the 1975 to me has always been, like, just, like, a very interesting thing because I never totally, I was never as big a fan as my friends, and, uh, but I was, like, I, I definitely know that they're really good, and then a couple years ago, they were at Boston Calling, they were great, awesome, such a fun time, and now this is the best of their albums, I would say, they're, f- like, just embracing like we're going full David Foster '80s type of vibes, and I love it. And shouts out to uh, little kids because they were just onto something. They were like, "Yo, these are sexy <laughs> yeah. dudes who make awesome music." Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's Shout weird. Kids. It's weird to get like beat by little. Yes, kids exactly. On music and I'm sure they did because like they had they had cute hair and everything. But no, fair is fair. Yeah, exactly. you you guys said they were awesome and you were they right. They beat us girls. on Justin Bieber too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but I'm I'm like I don't know if these kids realize how fucked up he is. Like I love Justin Bieber, but I know he's a fucking wacko. I don't think they do. <laughs> so they they don't they only get half credit. But uh, uh, to to be fair, um, at the time that most little kids went in on Justin Bieber, he probably wasn't that weird. Uh, he, was, he was probably a product of the. Uh, the first thing I saw of Justin Bieber was when they did the uh, "We Are the World" uh, like twenty five years later thing, and I forget what cause it was for. Um, it may have been for uh, for Haiti. Uh, I can't remember. I don't think it was a Katrina thing, but they did like a "We Are" another thing yeah. of "We Are the World." Definitely it, wasn't for Katrina because Bieber would have been like five years old at that point. Well, he, he was he was a kid. I think it was for Haiti or I, I forget what. But uh, people were like, "Yo, there's a new We Are the World," and I don't know if you know this. I am a We Are the World aficionado. Okay. I know everything about We Are the World. I I stand We Are the World. You must have hated the new one, huh? So my friends were like, "Hey." Deej, buckle up. You know that song from a million years ago that you really like? There's a new one. And I was like, Uh okay, (laughs) let's take a look. And it was Justin Bieber saying the beginning of it. He sang the first line, there comes a time when we heed a certain call. And it was like Justin, a little kid singing with auto-tune. And I was like, I don't know who this kid is, but I want him out of the picture <laughs> forever. And everyone's like, "That's you don't know Justin Bieber is? Oh my god, you're such a." The, I was gonna say they called me a millennial, but we didn't have that as a as a mean term back then. They were like, "Oh, you're such a grandpa," and I was like, "I got my eye on this kid, and I hate him." And then like a couple, like a year later, he was on. Um, jimmy fallon or something and they were like yo so you play the drums and he started playing the drums and i was like yeah this kid sucks at drums <laughs> who the, is this kid that we keep like giving shit to this kid's a punk and then he started getting arrested and i was like all right I'll give him a ch- yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right fair is fair <laughs> seems pretty cool <laughs> i started pissing on stuff and i was like all right you played the long game but you got me. Uh, speaking of arrested, I just found out like uh, today that one of my friends from college, uh, or not my friends from college, but like uh, an acquaintance from college, mm-hmm. got arrested. Let me tell you, it's a real, uh, it's a real thrill to find out that somebody that you know got arrested. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't love thrill the, the right uh, word. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like a, it's like a personal thrill. Yeah. It, it's like, uh, it's like when you're old. I imagine it's like when you're old and you see somebody. Uh, that you know is in the obituaries. Yeah, remember? I, I believe that's an everybody loves Raymond thing, where like Frank reads the obituaries Sounds and funny, like, so, yeah. and like oh, ha, right. ha, sucker! I beat. I, I just yeah. like to look at all the names that I yeah, beat. Yeah, stunts on them. Yes. Yeah. So uh, uh, while it's a shame that mm-hmm. that people die mm-hmm. uh, and that people get arrested sometimes, mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's a nice little thrill for me to know that uh, I'm doing better. Oh yeah, I mean we're we are nothing if not constantly comparing ourselves yes, to our peers. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, so, shouts out to all you people who get arrested and make me feel better about speaking myself. Speaking of being arrested, uh, at work the other night we were doing a thing where we had to fill in the blank. It's like a little, they'll say, "All right, so this is happening." So 
so-and-so will be what? And uh, we were talking about how the Packers fired Mike McCarthy, and it was uh, fill-in-the-blank. Josh McDaniels will be blank next year. And I said, arrested with like a little like intriguing thing because just like that, that opportunity was there. No laughs. I thought it was a cool thing instead of being like, hey, it'll be offensive coordinator. It's like you could say anything. He will be. You should have really went for it and been like dead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would have been. I we brought up recently like. I think the Belichick's gonna like never plans on retiring, and I was like, "Well, we were all supposed to be dead like ten years ago, so even if he's if he doesn't plan on retiring, like we're all gonna retire in a couple of years. We are on such borrowed time. Don't forget the it, Earth folks. is going to retire. Yes, don't uh, don't forget it. Uh, so uh, speaking Better of diet. depressing things, that 1975 album. Uh, yes. I w- what's the last song? The Oasis one. Uh, I always feel like dying yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Or I always want to die sometimes. Yeah, same. There was there's a lot of get your own podcasts on this <laughs> yeah, album. I know. It's like yeah. very anti uh, technology. Oh yeah, it's, it's uh, well the name of it is a brief inquiry into online online relationships. Yeah, and then there's one with uh, I think I think it's like an interlude or something, yeah. and it's called uh, the man who fell in love with a robot. Yeah, and it's just like about a person Someone who just like loves was the their internet. computer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a, a very darkly and problematic like relatable album problematic in a good way problematic in like a no well, one's pro- going to jail pro- problematic for like the listener who yeah. relates to it I yeah mean, that, uh, like, that's an issue that if you relate to it i will say uh if we were doing stamps on this album uh my stamp would be uh i liked it better the first time when father john misty did it and it was called pure comedy that's uh, it's not not a bad. Uh, Halfway through one of his songs, uh, that's like a real like hits you in the feel song. Stops and uh, he asks uh, how the listener would rate the experience so far, and uh, if if uh, this song totally gets you. <laughs> um, I, d- I did like the fact that you snuck in a Father John Misty uh, song at the end of a recent episode without telling me. Oh, it was, yeah, I was it, editing it. It was uh, Tiny, tiny Dancer. dancer. <laughs> yeah. Tiny what? Tiny Dancer. Oh, I thought you said Tiny Answer. Tiny, Which well, we're all be... looking for our tiny little <laughs> yeah, exactly. answer. He has a song called Bored in the USA. He would not be above having a song called that's Tiny why I, Answer. That's why I asked. Yeah. Like, I was wondering if that was actually like, the fucking name of it. Like a, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's him doing Tiny Dancer and uh, just like explaining... Some of the lines. It's hilarious. Yeah. Well, the best part is when he says, because uh, he's like really going for it. He's yeah. like, he's not. He's scre- he, like yeah. screaming. Yeah. And the crowd is just, like increasingly well, loving it. It was on a, uh, it was the SS Coachella. I don't know if they do it anymore, but it was like a Coachella like a cruise. Coachella? Yeah. Dude, and, that absolutely uh, sounds like something I'm not into. There are videos of him doing uh, karaoke. One of them is uh, I Believe I Can Fly. And it's great. <laughs> But another one is Tiny Dancer, and there's this big staircase, and he's just, like, prancing up and down it like only he could. But, yeah, it's great. When he says uh, seamstress for the band, yeah, he's like, exactly. I wish my band, band had a seamstress. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, Man, I can't. I, I the idea of a floating music festival just sounds like a te- horrifying idea to me, and it's stuck in my head right now. Yeah, because uh, it's like you know the people that go to music festivals. Yeah, how would you like to be stuck with all of them on a vessel that you cannot escape? But you know what? I mean, the people of Austin City Limits Festival made a very good impression on me. Yeah, didn't find anybody who was poorly behaved. Nobody was rude. Everybody was nice. It was quite unnerving. Didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, good point. That, But, uh, I mean, I would not say the same for, like, other music festivals. Yeah, well, just in general, if there's a it's lot just of people. too many people. Yeah, yes. it's, it's thanks. Uh, shout out Paul McCartney. That's a cut off his album Ram uh, from 1972, I believe. It's called Too Many People. Great song. One of my favorite songs. Uh, very good stuff. Uh, on the subject of the 1975 album, you were saying it was your favorite album, uh, or maybe your favorite album of the year. Yeah. Uh, I do every year uh, Best of 2018. 
Yeah, man. Uh, we're, we're heading, we're heading, heading heavy on into list season. Right. Uh, I tossed two of the songs from this album on Ooh, there. Which two? I put uh, Love It If We Made It. Yeah, that's a that's a great one. That's a very on brand song because yeah. he's not talking about like I love it if we made it as a couple. He's saying like I, I it would be sick if humans made it. Yeah. Uh, very very great, very on brand. Although I don't necessarily know if I would love it. I'm just aware that we might not make it. Yes. Uh, and uh, it's just too ear candy to not. Uh, it's not living if it's not with you. That's a jam. That for is. Sure. That is probably the most basic song on the album. That is fully embracing. Like I said, it's there's like a lot of uh, David. It sounds David Foster esque. So, uh, really, really cool stuff. Check out I that like, album. Uh, I like America. I like America, and America likes me. Yep. Is like a very uh, Bon Iver, uh, yeah. Francis and the Lights kind yeah. of song, and. Uh, it's awesome. I should also say there's a huge Kendrick Lamar uh, influence on this album as well, where it's just very, very herky jerky, uh, mm-hmm. very jazzy. It's uh, it's all over the place, which is what like a lot of Kendrick Lamar songs are like. Where at any point a song could sound like five different songs. Right. How did you How do you feel about uh, Give Yourself a Try? Because like that was the first single off off this one. Oh, it was? Right? I believe. Oh, yes, it was, because that was the only one I knew before uh, the album came out. Yeah, and I wasn't crazy about it, mm-hmm. and, like, uh, it sort of worried me to yeah. a certain extent about, like, where the album was going, but I feel like I like it better in the No, in- I was going to say, I remember when it came out, I listened to it once or twice, but now when I listen to the album, I play it through with it, so I guess it's a good sign that I like it. Uh, also really like Be My Mistake. Yes. That's, uh... That's, a, like, a really good adorable. song lyrically. Oh, yeah. The lyrics on this album are really, really good. There were, uh, uh, I think it's in I, Lo- I Love It If We Made It. He said, uh, facts are hearsay or something. Uh, just r- really. And Be My Mistake, there's like there's a line, because that's a song about like like love versus lust. Mm. And there's a li- there's like a line that says like, uh, you make me hard, but she makes me weak. And I'm like, ooh. Yeah. That's a, that's a. That's a fucking good one. It's a yeah, line. Uh, yeah. I will say this is the best album about the plight of humanity <laughs> since twenty uh, seventeen's pure comedy. comedy. Shouts out to Father John Misty for coming out with albums in back to back years. You don't get, you don't see that anymore. And both of them being fire. And right, and both yeah. of them being good. Right. Well, just shouts out for to him for right after he released a very good album, uh, having. A uh, huge personal crisis. Yeah, I know. And uh, when just... isn't that guy having a personal crisis though? So like, yeah, maybe we've got another one soon. <laughs> I yeah. feel like that guy's never gonna not be like writing music. Well, I wondered. Uh, so Pure Comedy came out, then he was on tour, and then like a few months later, he was like, "Oh yeah, I went through something terrible uh, this past year. Uh, like, was estranged from my wife, and now here's an album about it." I was like, "When? Just." logistically like when was that time like you you were on tour you didn't have time to be living in a hotel for a month dude especially between writing all those soundcloud parody songs (laughs) (laughs) that's true (laughs) right but you know what i think about that sometimes like as uh like as far as like mental health goes and shit like that like if you're doing poorly and you're like going through some shit like there were there have definitely been parts of stretches in this podcast uh probably like the first two years we did it where i would like not be doing well and you wouldn't be able to know it from listening so like i was still coming up with uh fun things and funny things and doing this funny stuff but still just that was like pushing out one hour of energy and then being shitty the rest of the time yeah so like when you see something like that like father john misty was coming up with these like funny parody things it that totally I like do not flag. rule out that he was also doing. T- I don't know. It's weird. Like you can, I feel like you can be fun and entertaining at the same time as uh, like you're doing terrible. Oh, I feel. I mean, I feel like that's. I feel like that's a really common thing because it's it's almost sort of like an excuse and a distraction to like do anything mm. and sort of distract yourself from how terrible you're doing. Yeah, and then like it's just like you'll put out anything and find any way to distract yourself. Yeah. And like, we also live in the day and age of, uh, just like with social media or whatever. 
and having like semi public jobs. Like, if you talk to someone you haven't spoken to in a while, they'll be like, "Hey, so like, how have you been?" And you're like, "Ah, well, you know." And they're like, "Well, you look like you're oh, give me a break. <laughs> yeah, you look like you're you look like you're having all sorts of fun." And I was like, "Cause I fucking like posted a." picture of me wearing a jacket that was too small that was like <laughs> it was just a funny thing so i thought i would post that picture it's because i wrote a soundcloud song about toyota priuses <laughs> that song is that song is fire you know what else is fire robin hood what is robin hood you ask oh i don't know only this current sponsor people ask me all the time uh wh- what is it it's an investing app, I say, that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos. What do you think the commission situation is? Uh, it's no. commission-free. Commission-free. It's, this is a – Robinhood is a commission-free app. That's not app. true. That's not true, actually. It's factually You get incorrect. a commission. No, we've been commissioned to read this app. That is true. I would have chosen to do it anyway. Uh, they said the conversation was getting stale. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers like me. I'm a total noob when it comes to this stuff to invest for the first time with true confidence. No one's there's. It's like a. It's also like a Planet Fitness type situation. If you're a noob, no one's calling you a noob. They're not. Uh, there's no lunk alarm. No lunk alarm. No. Uh, you don't have to sweat. Simple. It's there's a clear design with data presented in an easy to digest way. You're not this Robinhood's not going to be giving you stomach aches. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I want you to be motivated to do this. Uh, it, there's no commission fees again. Other brokerages they're going to charge up for up to ten dollars for every trade made, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. Trade stocks and keep all your profits. It's easy to use. It's got an easy to understand chart, market data. Place a trade in just four taps of your smartphone, and you learn it by doing. It's very intuitive. You learn how to invest as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, and track favorite companies with personalized news feed, and you get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock, like Apple, Ford, Sprint, Brunch. Just kidding. We're not public yet. To help... Build your portfolio. Sign up at brunch.robinhood.com. That's brunch.robinhood.com. Have fun with it, folks. Uh, quick little programming notice. We've got some new new merch for yeah. the winter season. Uh, and if you want to get any of it for Christmas, you should probably order uh, sooner rather than later. Put it in. We also uh, we should put a cool uh, winter hat in there. Ooh. Like, Do they make like... Could we make like a colorful, colorful like poof ball hat? I can ask our guy Ryan. Yeah, um, our guy Ryan is has designed uh, all the new merch that we've got. State of the art merch. It, it sure is. is. It is uh, modern, sleek. It is uh, state of the art. All the right holes in all the right places. <laughs> yes. This is these shirts are state of the art. Um, yeah, and so I think what's going to happen is we are going to put up a promo code nice. for the patreon people nice uh, and that's going to go up probably before this episode drops so if cool. you want to get any of your christmas merch be sure to do that sooner rather than later because it takes a little while to, to ship out speaking of merch and clothing here's a question can you wear red hats anymore uh like baseball hats yes it's tough man can you wear a hat that is red it is it's really tough because if you're if somebody's walking catching you from the wrong angle yeah man you are you're really putting yourself out there i got a hat from austin city limits that i love we took a picture with Houndmouth, looked at it my hair was trash i ran to the merch uh the merch store bought a hat this trucker hat with this really cool logo on it it's like very uh it's it's like a very cali type of hat yeah awesome hat it's red and and small white font every now and then someone will be like watch yourself man (laughs) don't wear that hat in the wrong place and i it makes me so mad because i love the hat and another one of my favorite hats is a budweiser hat oh man that hat rules yeah and i think I mean, you catch me from behind. That one's that one's. That I'm one. white and an idiot. There's such a good chance <laughs> yeah. that like the red could complete the trifecta. Yeah, but that one's a little bit different because that like towards the front, it just says Bud. On the front, it just says Bud, and right. it's in, like big letters. It's unmistakable. So like if somebody if somebody it's red with white lettering. 
That's true, but I mean, like, if somebody catches you from the front, they're not going to question that. Your Austin City Limits hat is small white lettering, and it says but it's, Austin City It's around Limits. a logo, though. It's like it's like it's hey, red can... with like a big yellow thing and a blue Texas. It's yeah, no, I know. Like, look who's talking. The old like, Texas symbol is probably not helping you that much, dude. Have we discussed like how come the bad people got the flag? What do you mean? Like the the American flag. This might be controversial. <laughs> the American flag is like used by. All the like the bat, all the 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 crazy the ones, well, yeah. Because like they're the ones. They're who, like America, yeah. America. Like, no, but even it's that, like, I like even, America. Even, <laughs> how come shoving America down? How come they have shoving America down people's throat? Like I, when I go to a concert and have a great time, I should be able to be like USA, yeah, yeah, like America. <laughs> like this is this, what a great. Like, oh, I won't say great because you do America great again. But like, oh, like what a, what fantastic a wonderful place. land. <laughs> like what great. Like I know all these beautiful people. There, look what the what what possibilities have happened in this country. But I feel like if you say that, people are like, ooh, you want to bomb the rest of the world? That stinks. How come? How because come they got it. Because they got it. Because they're the ones that are like oh, the troops. The troops! But I love the troops, too! Yeah, man, I don't know. They just somehow screamed it louder than all of us. Isn't that... I brought this up to, to somebody the other day, and they were like, Yeah! Like, if I wore a shirt that was like a big American flag... You'd be like, ooh, racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! That's... I, it, I know, I wish... Can we they, take the flag back? I, w- I would love to. But because how, you, how don't, do you, you do have it? an American flag tattoo, don't you? I do, yeah. Yeah! Uh. I love my country! <laughs> yeah, man. Getting back to the red hat thing, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, this is the type of season where somebody could be in trouble. You see Santa Claus up there. You're like, "What's that guy wearing?" <laughs> he's got he's got a red red and white hat, hat. Red and white hat. Ooh. Does he have to change the colors? Ooh, mm. yeah. Imagine. Uh, I think that we should. Santa Santa picked a side. Yes. How come? Yeah. How come they got the color red? <laughs> yes. We're just gonna start seeing. Uh, from from the liberals, they're going to start putting out the liberals are going to start putting out blue Santa costumes. That's a great. Qu- I feel like we could do some damage on social if we did. If we asked the question, uh, does Santa's hat look too much like America Great Again hat? <laughs> well, that's like yeah. Like I feel like uh, uh, old school like a Christmas big fat commentary. old white guy <laughs> wearing a red hat with white with white stuff on it. Can't rule it out. That that is right. Right. Uh, it's like a seventy thirty chance <laughs> that hat says "Make America Great Again" on it. And he's so far up high, you can't make out exactly what's going on there. Right. You see the little ball at the end of it. That could be some lettering, for all you know. Right. Uh, and I would say uh, that mm, that uh, Christmas, like old Christmas things, old Christmas traditions, are now becoming. There's like a, a wokeness around them. Oh, don't uh, the no. If you bring it up, I will kill you. No, no, no not okay. the, not not the not the song that everybody already knows. But I'm not going to bring that up. Can but... we be done having the take <laughs> yeah. of? Oh, wait, I just realized that baby, it's cold outside. It's creepy. If you didn't realize that the first time you listened to the words, that is your problem. It's this so is tired. not news, and I'm not disagreeing with you that it's creepy. I'm just saying people who are pointing it out and think that like they are uncovering something. They. Yeah, that's that. What take, about it wasn't take is creepy? Like Fifteen years old, at yeah, the, at least. Also, I tweeted this the other day. Uh, when we focus on how creepy that song is, we let that other song off the hook. We let uh, is that you, Santa Claus, off the hook. Know Don't know what the rest of those lyrics are, but you're telling me that's not creepy. A guy that goes, "Is that you, Santa Claus?" <laughs> that's what creepier about, uh, than anything I've ever heard. What about I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus? Don't kink shame, kink, kink shame mom. Yeah. Oh wait! I just realized that that song is saying that Dad was wearing a Santa. They were so they were humping yeah. in like a Bumper Santa Uncles. Claus. And even if even if it wasn't Dad, see, I thought because maybe, it's sung from dad. the perspective of a kid. So how does a kid know that that's her dad? Yeah, well, maybe it's not. Maybe it is actually Santa Claus. And I maybe, like to think that she was just cheating. That too. Yeah. Or, or don't kink shame. Maybe it's mom and dad working in a third. Oh, some spice in I lives. saw mommy kissing Santa Claus while, while dad, dad was, was corner, recording. Yeah, <laughs> I like. That I think idea. that we're onto we're something. Being very progressive. Let's break down that uh, that other wall. We're yes. only seeing two sides of it. Exactly. No, but that wasn't that song. Wasn't even what I was talking about. Um, it was the uh, 
what was it? Uh, I forget. It was some internet company that was like, is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer problematic? Oh, God, it was the Huffington Post. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah, I they, think it was. And They really dissected it, but... That was peak... Oh, my God, people are so that was dumb. Like peak over The bad guys... We're being bad. Right. I don't think anybody watches. Like, they. they Nobody's watching that and is like, oh man, I hope that Rudolph gets to be friends with those people, but not. Or with those reindeer without them changing. Like, (laughs) no, you want people to be nice. Right. They were straight up bullying Rudolph in the first half of that movie, which is exactly (laughs) like why Rudolph feels terrible about himself. It's the entire. We live in the dumbest time. It is insane, man. We live in a time where. that is like, the entire like you hear, message of you that hear, movie is well, predicated on the fact that people are mean and uh, pass judgment on somebody that is different. Sometimes, uh, like you'll hear artists say, like I saw Don Henley a few years ago, and he played "Everybody Wants to Rule the World" by Tears for Fears, and he was like, "I have no connection to the song, but when I heard it for the first time, I was really mad I didn't write it. This is a great song, and I wish that I wrote it." And then yeah. he played it, and it was great. That happens a lot with artists where they'll hear a song and they'll be like. Ah, they're kicking themselves. Like ah, I should, I should have been able to write that. I feel like people see other people uncover why something is bad, and they think like, "Damn it! Why? Ah, uh, I should have figured that out first. Right? I should like, oh man, I, I should have. If I just really sat down with Rudolph, I could have been able to to make a case just, for why it's problematic. And they just jump on stuff that like isn't problematic because they're trying so hard to uncover something. And then, yeah. Anyway, we live in the dumbest time. Uh, here's a question. Uh, how long do you think production, like filming, of uh, Christmas Chronicles was? Like uh, from beginning of rolling tape to the end of rolling tape? I would honestly say like 14 days. 14 days? Yeah. Uh, my answer is 24 hours. <laughs> really? And that's what makes it so great. Yeah. Because it was a movie that was just going so fast and never they never stopped for a second they were like how do like was there a script to that movie i have no idea like did they know how they wanted kurt russell to play santa claus i don't even think kurt russell because kurt russell wanted to play santa. right like did they know uh like what message they were trying to send there there was, it was just there was certainly no preparation done by kurt russell that in playing movie santa claus just barrels you over and i th- and I was talking to a friend about it the other day, and he was like, they must have just banged out that movie so yeah, quick. Yeah, that's definitely a, uh, they, they a movie that L- Lamorne Morris. Lamorne Morris definitely shot that movie in between other projects. Yeah. Like in like a two-week break. Like, I think that he shot that movie in between meals. <laughs> that was... uh, yeah, now I want to know, because I'm curious. So you don't actually have the answer? You're just like... No, my guess is 24 hours. Okay. <laughs> my guess is that it was that brilliant mess was just 24 hours. Like, you could see some people, did they weren't done with their makeup. It was just all <laughs> flying. God bless it. I'm probably going to watch it again. And they just like, uh, they were like, oh, shit, we need a place for these people to be from. So they spun a globe and landed on Lowell, Mass. Ah, uh, actually, that movie was problematic because the gang members... We're in a gang. 